Well, hello and God bless you. Welcome to BlingCouragesYou.com, where we are here with a word from the Lord to help keep you encouraged to stay on the wall for the Lord. My name is Blynn and I give God praise, glory, and honor for being here with all of you on this episode number 231 of our podcast. The BCU family, I have a little something that we don't necessarily want to talk about, but we need to. So please go ahead, get your Bibles, something to write with, and settle on in. Blaine encourages you, is coming to you with when the last time was the last time. That's the topic that's coming up next. All right, BCU family, we are going to get into our podcast content momentarily. Right now, I would like to establish protocol. So if you are a longtime listener, thank you so very much for being here. We certainly do appreciate you. And if you happen to be a first time listener, you know what? Thank you so much. We certainly appreciate you being here as well. And I'm going to ask you to consider right now making our relationship permanent. So wherever you are listening from, if you're on the blendcouragesyou.com site, if you're on Stitcher Radio, Google Play, on iTunes, or now known as Apple Podcasts, or on SoundCloud, wherever you are listening from, do me a favor and go ahead and hit the subscribe button. That's all you have to do, and that gets you in as an official part of the BCU family. Welcome. All right, everybody. So as evidenced in our introduction, I want to talk today about a topic that is a part of life, yet is very difficult to embrace. And that is death. It's not one of my favorite things to chat about. It is, you know, all of us have to leave here at some point in time. Um, And with so many deaths that have happened, especially over the last couple of years, you know, with COVID and whatnot, um, we should talk about it. And also, I find that we talk more about death when it hits close to home. And if you haven't already guessed, um, the latter is why I'm here, because it has hit close to home. Uh, We had a family member pass away uh, last week uh, from uh, other illnesses and um, I wanted to talk to you all about that, not in a sad way. I know I've, I've got the side going on, not in a sad way, uh, but just in a way that I believe that the Lord would have me to uh, minister to you with his help. Let me talk to you all, though, about this, this amazing woman of God in the person of Mother Brenda Lee Elliott. So Mother Elliott and I go back several, several years, along with her husband, uh, Bishop Larry Elliott. So you'll hear me probably say the Elliots uh, go back and forth from time to time. And if I mention her, I mention him. And if I mention him, I'm mentioning her because they were, they were one. And I met the Elliots, I want to say back in the, my younger days, way younger days, y'all probably mid nineties, mid nineties in a service where they came to at the church that I was attending at the time, they came to fellowship with us. 
And I have to tell you all, there was just something about the Elliots that instantaneously uh, drew me to them and many people, of course, but drew me to them because uh, they had a love for people and that love was genuine. It was, it was genuine so much so that people sometimes mistake it for other things. And that's a whole other podcast, but the love was genuine where, um, elder Elliot at that time and, and mother Elliot, or she was sister Elliot at the time, they wanted to see souls saved, healed, delivered, strengthened, and set free. And that was their only purpose. And with that, it was so genuine and so pure that it was just very difficult to um, just not be drawn to them uh, and be excited when they came to fellowship with us. I remember the times that they did come to the church. We we're like, oh, yes, we were so excited and couldn't wait to see them. Uh, they had seven children, uh, seven girls, as a matter of fact. They're all young ladies and grown up now that would sing. And it, it was just a beautiful time. Now, as the Lord would have things to work out, uh, eventually, uh, myself and uh, some family members, we moved to their church. So we switched memberships and uh, were ended up in their house of prayer. And I have to tell you all that I did so much growing uh, in that ministry. I thank God for the one that I came from because I grew and then the Lord worked things out and I did so much growing and it was there that um Bishop and Mother Elliot gave me, BCU fam, chances to work in the church in terms of, you know, working with people on the altar, which I thought that, you know, I never thought I would do that. Again, I was in my younger days and in my mind, it was all the older people that did such things. But uh, they had, they meaning the Elliots, had a strong sense of allowing young people to grow and to learn to do things as the Lord guided them. So that was one of my first things to do is that, you know, I learned to work with people on the altar. Uh, for those that don't know what that is, uh, we tarried with people that were looking to receive the Holy Ghost. Um, we also would, after uh, Bishop Elliot prayed for people, we would just, you know, stand with that individual and encourage them and, you know, uh, let them know that the Lord loved them and stand in agreement in prayer. And of course, uh, as sometimes emotions would happen, you know, if there was tissue needed and things like that, that's, that's what we did. And that's where I started uh, to work with people. And then there was one time I remember in particular, and Lord, I want to thank you for this, where Bishop and mother had asked me to teach. And I believe the first time I taught I believe it was on Nehemiah. I believe that was the first time. I don't remember what the occasion was, but it was on Nehemiah and something specific that I needed to teach on. And I'll I'll say to you, BCU family, (laughs) looking back at it, it was probably one of the worst lessons I've ever taught. Probably one of the worst, probably the most. I was nervous. I remember that. I probably spoke very quickly. I don't know that there's any footage or anything on it. Uh, but I thank God for it because that started me on teaching and my love for Nehemiah, which is where this, this podcast has come from or the tagline for the podcast and for 
uh, blendcouragesyou.com with Stay on the Wall. So uh, many of you all know that that comes from the book of Nehemiah. So that's what, what started things. So I do thank God for that. And then there was another opportunity that they had given me to teach where I taught on the fruit of the spirit and did that in a way that was better. Thank you, Jesus. It was a lot better where it was more of a, uh, an object lesson where I had props and things for the fruit and whatnot and taught about that. So uh, that got better. And I'll tell you, VCU fam, that is really, when I think about it, and I thank God for the both of them encouraging my heart, that really was the start of me knowing or learning, I should say, that teaching was one of the gifts that God had given me because I had no clue. I had no clue. And it's because of their encouragement Thank you, Jesus. It's because of their urging. It's because of them listening to what the Lord said and following through with that and me thinking, well, I don't know that I can do this and this is not something that I aspire to, but them listening to me and encouraging me that got me to where I am today. And I want to give God praise for both of them. Um, I mentioned Mother Elliot in a podcast not that long ago, how she had slipped me a note. Uh, and I will link that podcast in the show notes, how she had slipped me a note from Galatians. I want to say six and nine. It says, let us not be, don't be weary. She said in well-doing for in due season, due season, you shall reap if you don't faint. And she had slipped me that note uh, during service or uh, while offering was going on. I don't remember the exact time, but she had just wrote that on the back of one of uh, an envelope. And I still have that that slip of paper to this day. And it has blessed and encouraged me to continue to hold on, even though I was weary. And she could see that in me from time to time with uh, the different things I had going on. I was a single mom at the time and uh, struggling and, you know, new job and just uh, so many different things and trying to figure out, you know, my next moves and how to do things the right way and all, so many different things. And she was very keen on encouraging my heart. Uh, she talked about how ladies should carry themselves and what we were to look for when uh, people or men were pursuing us, I should say. Uh, I can remember one time in particular where uh, there was a, a gentleman, God bless him, who wasn't, who she felt wasn't quite the right one. And I knew that too. And, and she, <laughs> she said, no, you, you want somebody that's, that's, <laughs> that's in fairly good health is who you want. Uh, and you know, this, this person, God bless them. It, it wasn't that we were trying to be picky. They had a lot of other things going on that weren't lining up with the word of God. So uh, on top of some, some challenges physically, that were self-inflicted is what I'll say. I don't want to say too much about the individual. We pray that the Lord bless them. But uh, nonetheless, you know, she she guided me uh, in that area and said this, that, no, daughter, this is not for you. And I praise God for that. I, I do. Uh, Mother Elliot taught me how to shop in, in thrift stores and, you know, how to find things at a bargain price. Uh, learned how to cut up an entire chicken. I didn't know anything about cutting up chickens, y'all. And she knew how to cut up a chicken so that, you know, there was enough for everybody and, you know, how to season things and had us over for dinner. And, you know, all of those things that uh, 
um, a mother would do. Now, I, I don't know if I mentioned this because I have so many things uh, going on in my mind, but we were not directly related as far as the descendant of the family, but we were related because both of us were blood washed saints, meaning that the Lord died for us and rose for us. And we shared the same Jesus down on the inside. And, and that connection is one that uh, we, it's just unbreakable. There were times BCU fam where we would both just break into a praise in, in talking because we were just so grateful for what God has done for us. And, and, and we would just rejoice together. I, I can remember that. And I would sit across the aisle from her and, and, you know, we would smile and, uh, she would say something sometimes and, and I would get started with praise or vice versa. And, uh, that's, that's how we did things. It was, it was a beautiful time, just a beautiful fellowship. And I, the patience that she had, because, you know, her husband would minister to people after, even after church, people would want to talk to him about their different situations and whatnot. And she would just sit patiently and wait. And we would take turns with her sometimes and just kind of sit with her uh, as we could. And it was a blessing. Sometimes people would want prayer after church. And she was very adamant about making sure that the church was quiet and that whoever was staying uh, was going to pray. And if you needed to head out, then that was okay too, but not to be distracting because it was important that that soul uh, was focused on. So those are a lot of the things that I've learned. And there's so many things that I could talk about. Uh, those are the, the lessons that stood out to me. And, you know, one of the last times that I saw mother was when I was uh, leaving uh, the state. You know, I, for some of you all know that I got married two years ago and I uh, have since relocated and I, I've talked to her since then, but in seeing her, she was so ecstatic uh, for my husband and myself and uh, just, you know, it was right around the pandemic. So we couldn't embrace the way that we wanted to, you know, we were trying to make sure that, you know, she was safe and whatnot, but just kind of that air embrace and looking into her eyes. And she was, she was so excited for us and uh, prayed that the Lord would, would, would bless us in our union. Uh, she told us to, you know, love one another and to cherish one another. And, you know, as Bishop Elliot prayed for us as we left, she joined right on in with him. And in praying God's blessings over us and that the Lord will bless our reunion. And I, I just will not forget, you know, seeing how happy she was and knowing that all of the lessons that she had taught me and I told her that would come into handy, especially with patience, would come in handy uh, as I was embarking on this new part of my life. So I just give God glory, honor and praise. And I know you all hear the emotion. It just it, it was just such a blessing and an honor to know someone who would take their time to encourage and to minister to you. And that BCU family with God's grace is a lot of where I, I got the teaching from and a lot of what you all hear 
here. It's a lot of what you all see on Thursday nights live. All of that comes from sitting under leadership that showed me the right way to do things. Now, I know you all hear the emotion in my voice and it's not a sadness necessarily. I I feel like I am just a bit overwhelmed by how gracious our God is. Lord, I want to thank you for allowing me to have such a marvelous gift now and a, and a marvelous blessing. And a lot of times we think of gifts and blessings as things that are tangible that we can put on the shelf or we can put on and wear. And yes, they are. And we thank God for those things and for the opportunities to have those types of things. So that's one thing. We also need to recognize that our relationships are a gift. They are a blessing. And anytime you get a gift uh, that someone gives you, many times we cherish that. So just like I cherish the things that people have thought to give me, we ought to make sure that we're doing that and so much more for the relationships that God gives us, uh, for the chances to communicate with others. And when I say relationships, BCU fam, it's not always necessarily family because we can't treat family one way and then non-family a different way. That's not the way that God has this designed. That's that's not it. Uh, We want to be sure that all of our communications are ones that will glorify, honor and praise God. I thank God for the last time that I spoke with Mother Elliot, that it was a rejoicing time that we were able to laugh and to chat about uh, how to communicate with spouses and uh, different things that we like as far as skincare is concerned. And we were able to have a wonderful, very light, uh, blessed conversation. And that's the way that all of our communications should end. So that if it was the last time that we spoke to that person, Lord, I wanna thank you in here, that we have good memories of that. And even BCU family, if it's a stranger, our words should not be such that those were the last things that that person heard. Now, we don't know when someone's time is, and it's certainly not for us to obsess over. What we want to do is we want to make sure that the last time we speak to someone or the next time I should say we we speak to someone that we leave them better than when we found them. And I'm not saying that everyone that we speak to will be sad or what have you. But what I am saying is, is that when they leave your presence, whether it's physically or on the phone or video call or text message or whatever it is, that there are pleasant memories of that that conversation. BCU fam, we should not end things with slamming down phones or clicking off buttons and and walking away and stomping from folks. That's not what we should do. And I'm not here to say that things and circumstances come up where those things happen. They do. They absolutely do. And have I always done this? Absolutely not. So I'm not here to say that I've done it right all the time. But as we begin to mature, especially those of us who know Jesus, uh, the way that we are, we say that we do, if we've got the Holy Ghost down on the inside, our desire is to make sure that things, that we leave the conversation the right way. Amen. That even if it's a conversation that's a little bit difficult, that it ends with, I love you, or we're okay. Or, you know, I was upset 
you know, please forgive me for being upset, uh, but I'm better now or whatever the case may be. And if we are in tune with Christ the way that we should, whatever it is that we were discussing that was a hard topic, the love of God should overtake us so much so that what we were talking about was not that important. You all follow what I'm saying there? You know, I, I'm reminded of, of a situation where a, a someone that I know was was fussing about a material item and, and how they needed to have that item back in their possession. And of course, the item had value and it's, it's understood that that needed to happen. The fallout over it, though, was it necessary? And, and that's what I'm, where I'm going, BCU fam, is that sometimes we're holding on to things unnecessarily and we don't know. Lord, I thank you in here. If the last time we're going to talk to somebody will be the last time. And we don't want to live in regret. We don't want to live in I should have, I could have, and, and, and I, I would have, but. You know, I was so angry. I was so upset. They made me this. They made me that. We don't want to live that way. So let's nurture our relationships. Let's put aside our differences. Let's know that everybody doesn't always do things the way that we want them to. And then that's okay. Let's do what we can to reconcile things. And for those of us who may have not always done this right, and the person that's gone on, we just ask the Lord to forgive us and we will do better with his grace with all of our other relationships. So with that being said, BCU family, uh, you all can hear that it's time for me to go ahead and wrap things up. I want to thank you all for just tuning in today and just want to admonish you all to uh, remember every interaction that you have, whether it's at the grocery store, whether it's at the cleaners, if you're going uh, to your children's school, um, if you're dealing with family members, uh, friends, whoever it is, let's make those conversations great ones. Uh, Let's make sure that they end the right way. Let's leave people better than when we found them. Above all, in every conversation, let's make sure that God is glorified, honored, and praised. And that's going to lead our conversation. It's going to guide us. And we're going to know that God is pleased with everything that we do uh, conversationally. Amen. Amen. All right, BCU fam. I know this is not what we typically do. I just needed to get this going today. We're going to get ready to wrap things up. Uh, I am going to continue to pray for you all. And please continue to keep uh, us in prayer at the BCU family as well. And until the next time that we are together, may our Lord bless you. May he keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you and give you peace as you stay on the wall. <laughs>